0: This is Under Understood. Hello. Hey, Billy. Hello,
1: Billy. When I say the words, Google's featured snippets, you all know what I'm talking about, right?
0: It's like the one box. Oh, absolutely. This is something I've built my career around.
1: Okay. (laughs) Yes.
0: I'm pretty sure the audience knows what they are, because everyone uses Google, and they're at the top of Google search results. (laughs) And it's basically a little box highlighted at the top of search results with an answer to maybe the thing that you Googled, but it's just grabbed, excerpted from a random website.
1: Yeah, it's Google's AI extracting the answer from the search results. And these will also be the answers you often get on a, a Google smart device, like a like a Nest Hub. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, well we did a story about them I think at the Outline, we did a video about them, because sometimes they're really dumb and it's funny, but also a little bit scary and disturbing because you realize how much of a gatekeeper Google is for information now. Right.
1: Yes. So here are uh, some answers from that video that we worked on at the outline back in 2017.
0: Are dolphins
2: aliens? According to Weekly World News, Beijing dolphins are the descendants of aliens that came to Earth in UFOs 100,000 years ago, the leading researcher reports. (laughs) Where is Tupac hiding?
0: Oh, yeah. According to
2: now 88
0: news, the
2: article states, Tupac Shakur, who was supposedly killed at the age of 25, is now admitting he has been hiding this whole time. What does iodine smell like? According to Quora, when I made meth, I used hydrogen peroxide and hydrochloric acid to precipitate the iodine out of 7% strong iodine. <laughs> this is the best one. This process had to be done in a chicken coop because the smell would be noticed if it was in the home or garage.
1: So, recently... I noticed a featured snippet on Google that was uniquely offensive to me. Uh Uh-oh. If you search the question, who rhymed orange with a word? Or if you search the question, who first rhymed orange with a word? Uh Uh-huh. Google will return a simple answer very prominently at the top. Oh, no. (laughs) So take take a look.
0: Okay.
3: I like this. It says, who rhymed orange with a word? And the, the Google box says, m M&M.
1: Yes. And it says the same <laughs> thing for if you search, who first rhymed orange with a word. M&M. <laughs> M&M. of course.
3: Groundbreaking.
1: <laughs> the, uh, these featured snippets change sometimes, and they, they might go away entirely. So I've included screenshots in the show notes in case they change. But both of these questions, the answer that Google provides, ultimately... They both point to the same thing to support their claim, which is a 60 Minutes interview that Eminem did with Anderson Cooper in 2010.
4: I've heard you say that you, you bend the
2: word. Yeah, it's just in the enunciation of it. Like, people say that uh, the word orange doesn't rhyme with anything, and that kind of pisses me off, because I can think of a lot of things that rhyme with orange. What rhymes with Orange. If I'm you're looking, to, if you're those, taking, like, if think you're think taking the mean. word at face value, <laughs> and you just say orange, <laughs> nothing is gonna rhyme with it exactly. <laughs> if you enunciate it and you make it like more than one syllable, mm-hmm. orange, you could say like, uh, I put my orange four-inch door hinge in storage and ate
1: porridge with George. <laughs> I put my orange four-inch door hinge in storage and ate porridge with George.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the George bothers me every time.
1: <laughs> door hinge
3: is the only one of those that comes remotely close to rhyming, I think. Yes.
5: I think it's when you say them in that order, though. You kind of like, get, you know, you get carried along until you get to George, and then it's just <laughs>
1: garbage. <laughs> but I agree, door hinge is, is the one that works. It's the one that stands out to me. Yeah. But the idea that Eminem is getting credit for rhyming orange with door hinge is blasphemy.
5: Mm. (laughs) How so?
1: I have a very distinct memory of someone pointing out that door hinge rhymes with orange, but it was not a human being. Was it Google? No, it was a puppet on the television show... Under the Umbrella Tree Do you ever
3: wonder What could happen under Under an umbrella tree
0: What is Under the Umbrella
3: Tree?
1: So none of you have seen Under the Umbrella Tree? No. No. Under the Umbrella Tree was a Canadian children's television show that originally ran from 1986
2: to 1993 on CBC. CBC for family entertainment. <laughs>
1: And then it was syndicated on the Disney Channel in the United States from 1990 to 1997, Hmm. which is where I experienced it. The jokes
4: never
2: end. Roses are red,
1: violets are blue, sugar
2: is sweet and I have green
4: feet. (laughs) When you're under the umbrella tree. I was born in
1: 1988. So probably I, I would have been, you know, somewhere between the ages of one and nine when it was on the air. And something about the show was very formative to me.
2: Love, love, what do you love?
1: It only ran on television for a very narrow window of time. It wasn't syndicated on any other channels outside of that time period. And my personal window for watching it was even smaller because my household didn't always have the Disney Channel around this time. Sometimes it was like special, like the, cap- like the cable provider would provide it for free for a week.
4: Uh huh. Hi, I'm Harry Anderson. You know, some people have it easy. They really do. While the rest of us run around trying to keep our kids entertained all summer, they turn to the Disney Channel.
1: It was a premium channel at the time, I think, sort of like HBO. Uh Uh-huh. So come on, it's summertime
4: and the living is easy. Easy as calling 1-800-847-9000 to subscribe to the Disney Channel.
1: I think I was just soaking up the show whenever I could get access to it. But regardless of the amount of time it was available for me or anyone else, it seems like it was an extremely influential show for many people my age. It was kind of unique as a show for like preschool age children because it was more like a sitcom than other shows made for little kids. Hmm. Here is Lena Dunham, who said this was her favorite show. And she's two (laughs) years older than me. Here's her talking about it with Alec Baldwin.
0: I'd always been obsessed with TV. I'd always loved TV and found it to be the most sort of comforting medium and the one that...
4: What comforted you on TV?
0: What comforted me on TV (laughs) was there's a range of things that comforted me on TV. I love... something weird. What was the most... She's doing
3: the sweaty balls (laughs) thing, but not a joke. My
0: favorite show when I was little was Under the Umbrella Tree, which is a Canadian show about a woman who lives with three puppets. And it was on every morning at 7 a.m. Good God. There were three of them named Iggy... Gloria and Jay, and Iggy was an iguana, Gloria is a groundhog, and Jay is a blue jay, and he lives out back in a birdhouse. They, like, talk to you about recycling or, like, help their old elderly neighbor who fell down in the street. Like, they're just, like, nice puppets.
1: Gloria is actually a gopher, by the way, not a groundhog, but... Uh, Lena. (laughs) Uh, get it together. (laughs) But despite Under the Umbrella Tree's influence, nothing about it is well-documented online. The IMDb pages, they're basically empty... There aren't even any episodes listed out on IMDb. Huh. And only a limited selection of episodes have been made publicly available either on DVD or on the internet or elsewhere. And if you search combinations of under the umbrella tree, in quotes, with door hinge, in quotes, and orange...
0: Oh, right. I forgot what this was about. I thought I was fully immersed in Under the Umbrella Tree and forgot about the whole reason we were talking about it. Okay, so they rhymed orange with door hinge.
1: They rhymed orange with door at least in my memory. And if you search for this on Google, you get somewhere between five and six results total. I've never searched for anything that got five or six results. <laughs> well, and like half of them are just random keyword spam. But of the real results... There are two offhanded mentions in comments on Reddit. And then there is one mention in a Yahoo Answers thread where someone asks, what word rhymes with orange? Someone suggests door hinge. And then another person replies, I vaguely remember seeing that door hinge thing on some kid's show. Maybe it was under the umbrella tree. Is that where you heard it too? Wow. And there is no precise date on this comment, but the timestamp just says Two decades ago. Wow. Mm. So. (laughs) Strange. (laughs) So my question is, where is the outrage?
5: (laughs) Wait, sorry, what is the outrage? Eminem. Eminem is getting credit for this Canadian puppet.
1: Uh, Yeah, Eminem's getting credit. And it was said on Under the Umbrella Tree.
5: Do you think Under the Umbrella Tree was the original source? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like they didn't get it somewhere? You're telling me that
0: no one ever rhymed door hinge with orange before 20 years ago?
3: Well, okay. Let's entertain the, the possibility that he stole it.
1: How old is Eminem? He was born in 1972.
0: <sighs> oh, I see you're trying to pick beef with Eminem on this podcast. Right. No, So you no, think no,
5: that Eminem like... stole this from a Canadian kids show and then took credit for it. Mm-hmm. He appropriated it.
1: My point is that Eminem seems to repeatedly get credit for this online. Mm -hmm. But I know in my heart, it is my personal truth that he (laughs) (laughs) did not come up with this. He was not the first to rhyme with Orange, and he very specifically was not the first to do it with DoorHinge. Here's what I want to find out. Does this scene from Under the Umbrella Tree really exist? And if it does... Why is Eminem getting all the credit for rhyming orange with door hinge?
5: Coming up, Billy loses himself in the story. Hi, listener, it's Regina. I know by now you've probably heard about our Patreon before, but just in case you haven't, it is a magical place where you can support our show. It means a lot because we're very indie. We make all of this content in our free time. And by subscribing to us, you can not only, you know, help us pay for like the technical stuff that makes the show possible, but you also get fun things out of it too. You'll get access to an entire second podcast called Over Understood This week's episode was soundtracked by Hoobastank. Uh, It explored hibernation, TikTok, sleep paralysis. I don't really know how to explain the thread there without listening to the episode, so maybe just do that. Anyways, you get all of that for $5 a month, and we release episodes of Over Understood every single week, even when the main show is on a break. Also, as a patron, you can join our Discord channel where we hang out with other listeners and talk about life and the internet and whatever else people talk about. If you want to join, go to patreon.com slash underunderstood. And either way, thank you for listening to the show. Making it is really the most fun thing that we do, and we're just grateful that other people enjoy it too. Thanks.
1: We're back. Oh. Thank God. Hello
0: there. Hi.
1: So this is one of those stories where I started it. I hit some dead ends. I dropped it for a long time.
5: <laughs> years.
1: Years. Yeah, how long has it been? Over two years.
5: This is, this is <laughs> Under Understood 001.
1: This is the no. first story I tried to do on this oh show. Oh God.
0: Before we had any idea what the show was going to be.
3: And we've evolved so little that we can air it now. (laughs) (laughs) Yes.
0: (laughs) Okay, so did you get anywhere?
1: Well, so for starters, I think an important first step in proving that Eminem didn't do this first is to establish a clear timeline of what he actually did do. So that interview on 60 Minutes, that was from 2010, but he actually rhymed orange with door hinge before that. And I found this because genius made a video where they compiled all the times Eminem rhymed orange with something. The Genius video went massively viral. It's their fourth most viewed video on YouTube with 26 million views. Also, I should probably do a full disclaimer here, Regina. (laughs) I was
5: wondering if that was coming up.
1: (laughs) Regina and I both worked at Genius to help launch the video team over there. And I believe that this video was made while you were still running the team, right, Regina? Yes. Also, Eminem is an investor in Genius, so... <laughs> huh. But I don't, Eminem wasn't involved in the video. Your team just did that on their own. Yes. Anyway, that video points out that Eminem rhymed Door Hinge with 4-inch and Orange before. And he did it in the song Brain Damage, which is from the Slim Shady LP.
2: Then I got up and ran to the janitor's storage booth. Kicked the door and sluice and ripped out the 4-inch
1: So he rhymes, he rhymes kicked the door hinge loose with you took my orange juice. Mm -hmm. And that was released in 1999. The point here is that Eminem had an earlier example than the 2010 interview on CBS, but not earlier than under the umbrella tree. Okay. So with that out of the way, I wanted to confirm that my memory of Under the Umbrella Tree was valid. Right. So I talked to my sister, who is two years older than me. Hi, Billy. We used to watch the show together. And I asked her if she remembered a character on Under the Umbrella Tree rhyming orange with door hinge.
6: Yeah, I remember that. I remember that I know it from Under the Umbrella Tree, not necessarily that I remember the episode. But, you know, (laughs) I knew what rhymed with orange and I was pretty sure it was because of that show.
1: Oh, wow. Okay, so it stuck with you too. Yeah. Do you think you would have remembered it if I didn't bring it up? Like, if someone just said what rhymes with orange, you would have remembered it?
6: Oh, I definitely would know what rhymes with orange. For sure. It's Door Hinge. And I am pretty sure that I would know that I know it because of Under the Umbrella Tree. Can either of you remember what the
0: tune was?
1: It it wasn't... I'm
0: assuming this was a song. No, it wasn't a song. No,
1: it wasn't a song. It was something like... They they pointed out the fact that there's nothing that rhymes with orange, and then
5: Uh, one of the characters
1: realized that door hinge rhymes with it.
5: How does the character realize that?
1: Well, I don't know. But now I have my sister involved... And she hits all of the same dead ends that I did. And
6: she's a super Googler. She is. <laughs> there's not like much as far as like, there's no episode guides or things like that, which is frustrating because you, you, I'm used to like, you know, everything has documentation pretty much on the internet. There's scripts and there's, there's YouTube and there's somebody's fan page. It's very strange to not to be able to track something down like that.
1: This is this is where I start questioning if this is something that actually happened or if I imagined it. Mm-hmm. You know, like if it's a Mandela effect. Something that me, my sister, and upwards of two people on Reddit all falsely <laughs> remember together. Uh-huh. So, I called up someone who might know a little bit more firsthand. Hello? Hello, Kathy? Hi. Hi, this is Billy. How are you?
7: I'm fine. How are you?
1: Good. That's Kathy McClellan. She's a writer, actor, and puppeteer, and she worked on Under the Umbrella Tree with its creator, Noreen Young.
7: I I met Noreen Young at a uh, puppeteer's conference. She talked to me about her show, and uh, I was very excited about it. And at the time, uh, my husband and I had just had a baby, so I was even more excited about kids' TV. And eventually, Noreen invited me to write for it, and I just started writing. I wrote—I think I wrote a total of 43 episodes. Oh, wow. But besides that, there was a couple of seasons where I was on the set, and my job was to get the puppets dressed for their next scene, so that was a lot of fun.
1: <laughs> there are over 200 episodes of Under the Umbrella Tree, so... Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> so Kathy only wrote a fraction of them, but... Still, she was very familiar with every aspect of the show.
7: So I was like the biggest fan. I was <laughs> uh, I was watching it, watching and recording every single episode.
1: So so maybe you you will be helpful um, yeah, <laughs> with this question. Yeah, of course. Question. It is thirty
7: years ago, but
1: <laughs> right? Uh, so I start to tell Kathy a bit about this journey that I've been on. We noticed that um, if you searched. Who rhymed orange with a word? Google will give you a pretty simple answer. Eminem. The, okay. recording, the recording artist Eminem.
7: Oh, yes. Okay. Do
1: <laughs> you have any clue where I'm going with this yet? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> At this point, I play the 60 Minutes clip for Kathy over the phone. She finds it amusing... And then I try to explain where I'm actually going with all of this. I had a distinct memory of a character from a TV show rhyming orange with door hinge. Right.
7: right. It's it's ringing a bell with me, too. And I think I remember seeing the script when I was working on the props. Uh, you know, I kind of have a visual memory of it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think you're right.
1: Wow. Okay.
7: So I, uh, this wasn't one of my scripts.
1: Okay. You would remember it if it was. That's what
7: yes. you're saying. Okay. Uh, I'm pretty sure that that was in a script that was written by Bob Stutt.
1: Okay. And why, why is that? Why do you think it was one of his scripts?
7: Oh, I don't know. It's just a feeling I have. I just have this association <laughs> of, of the, of that kind of joke coming from Bob. Right. Yes. Got it. What's Bob up to?
1: Well, he lives in Canada. So, logically, I called up Bob. Hello? Hello, hi. Is this Bob? This is Bob. And I asked Bob about his involvement with Under the Umbrella Tree.
4: We're going back quite a ways, so... Yes. Was it 86 to 91 or 92, I think? Um, I puppeteered Iggy Iguana, who was the green lizard on the show... And I wrote about 80 of the episodes. We shot 300 episodes. I wrote about 80 of them. Oh, wow. The interesting thing for me was I had worked for years with the producer and creator of the show, Noreen Young. And so the part was sort of written for me, which was really nice. Because we were shooting in Ottawa, away from Toronto, we were sort of left alone, and it was great. You know, Noreen Young, the producer, was, uh, and also played Gloria on the show, was great at sort of giving us a rope and letting us go with it. I remember writing for Sesame Street one time and uh, had a character who uh, picks up a banana and answers it like a telephone. Mm -hmm. And um, they made me cut that because they were afraid that kids were going to put bananas in their ears.
1: (laughs) What? That's a classic bit. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, as much as I wanted to talk about what Bob was and wasn't allowed to do on the Canadian version of Sesame Street, I'd obviously called him for a reason. I'm I'm going to ask you a question and it might seem a little strange. Okay. Do you know of anything that rhymes with the word orange?
4: Well, yeah, there you go. There's a there's an umbrella tree script right there.
1: <laughs> okay, so you maybe know where I'm going with this?
4: Was that my script or was that Kathy's, I wonder? Um, and I'm gonna say door hinge.
1: Yeah, yes, door hinge, yes, okay. Yes. All right. You know where I'm going. Okay. Yeah, we stole that from Eminem. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, like I did with Kathy, I played Bob the clip from the 60 Minutes interview.
2: I put my orange four-inch door hinge in storage and ate porridge with George.
1: (laughs) For me, seeing this, it was strange to see Eminem almost universally get credit on the internet. (laughs) (laughs) for this rhyme because I personally have a distinct memory of a character from a TV show rhyming orange with door hinge and of course that TV show is under the umbrella tree wow I talked to Kathy yeah and she didn't remember it okay but she said it seemed like
4: something you might write I would hate to take credit for and it wasn't mine because uh but that's I certainly do have a memory of of doing it. But again, we're talking what, well, 30 years ago now.
1: Yeah.
0: Hmm. Okay.
1: So Bob remembers it, but not well enough to definitively take credit for it.
3: And does he know like what episode it was? No. Uh.
1: But something else had happened in the meantime. My sister had not given up on this quest. Even though over two years and one global pandemic had happened since I first brought it up to her, <laughs> the orange door hinge found a way of working itself back into her life.
6: My friend group's kind of been doing a lot of online game meetups. Yeah. But lately, one of my friends, Matt, he's been trying to put together a trivia night for everyone. And one question was related to what, two-word rhyme did Eminem have for orange and when we were playing trivia I'm like guys it's door hinge and they're all like I don't know maybe it's something like no it's definitely door (laughs) hinge so we got that one right but after that it was in my head again and like like I said I am pretty sure I remember it from under the umbrella tree and I hate when I can't prove things to myself so I, I started searching again
1: Lisa starts diving back into any and everything that she can find online.
6: There were no episode guides, but some people had tried to list episode titles. So I found some episode title lists, and I thought I could target episodes that sounded relevant to either rhyming or singing, or I I had this feeling that it was a contest. So I was looking for contests, rhyming, singing, things like that. But Encore didn't title the episodes, so I ended up having to Open each of those, and at least had like kind of a description. I would look at.
1: Here, she's talking about Encore Plus, which is a nonprofit streaming service in Canada that licenses classic Canadian television and film and puts them on YouTube. And why do mm-hmm. we not have this in the U.S.? <laughs> again, yeah, I know. I, I think we should get healthcare first, but once we get that, we should get Encore Plus.
5: Maybe they come at the same time.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, ideally. The same bill.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The 2021 Universal Healthcare and Encore Plus Act.
5: (laughs) Healthcare and streaming.
1: But Encore Plus only put a limited selection of episodes up. Still, Lisa spends a ton of time going through them.
6: Uh, I I don't know. Once I start, I can't stop until I figure the answer out I I got kind of a couple layers deep into YouTube I was no longer on official channels Uh, I was on channels that don't use the words under the umbrella tree in the titles because they're hiding
1: how did you Um, find those
6: I think I think YouTube was starting to recommend them to me at this point
1: oh okay (laughs) the algorithm knows
6: yeah the algorithm figured it out and I just jumped from recommendation to recommendation until I found, I found one unofficial <laughs> playlist that had some of the titles I was looking for. And one of the titles, I think, was something like Jacob's World Record or something like that. I'm like, this is going to be it. I know it. And yep, <laughs> he was right.
1: Rhyming. Are we listening to it? We're listening to it. Oh, my God. Rhyming?
2: What do you mean? To set a world record is my dream. You're going to rhyme everything we say? Not only that, but I'll do it all day. Ha! <laughs> Gloria, I think he can. Thanks, Sig. You're my biggest fan. Would anyone like a piece of orange? I'm a... Or... orange. In- oh, Holly, I can't think of a word that rhymes with orange. Oh. oh. I'm sorry, Jacob. I don't think there is a word that rhymes with orange. Nice try, Jake. This record stuff is harder than I thought. Give me some time to think, though. Hmm. I'll come up with a world record idea Yes. Uh, yeah, uh, good luck. He really wants to set a world record. Yeah. Now, would anyone like a piece of orange? No, not now. I have to fix the door hinge. Eggie, you just made a rhyme for orange. I did? You did. I said orange, you said door hinge. Orange, door hinge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe I should set a world record. Maybe. but Would you fix the squeaky door first? Right. Mm. Wow.
1: So this was uploaded within the last six months, well after we first started looking. I think it's like a VHS recording that someone uploaded, digitized, and then uploaded. Um, you know, it's not nearly as good a quality as the the officially released ones, and it doesn't have full credits on the end,
3: mm-hmm. like
1: like the new ones do that have been uploaded. But I wrote. Noreen Young creator of Under the Umbrella Tree Mm -hmm. and asked if she could confirm that this episode was written by Bob Stutt and she replied hello Billy Disney as you've requested I've checked to see who wrote the Under the Umbrella Tree episode entitled Jacob's World Record and it was 100% Bob Stutt who was the writer (gasps) So, I played the clip for Bob on the phone.
4: Yeah, uh, take that, Eminem. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, he probably
1: watched the show when he was a kid, too.
4: Well, that's one of the things I'm wondering.
1: So, this would have yeah. been... What year do you think this would have been?
4: Well, uh, it would have been, yeah, early early 90s that it would have been on in the States.
1: So, I looked into this part. Eminem is too old, as we've established. He was born in but, 1972.
3: No, but, but, okay, have you looked into... Detroit is right on the border of
1: Canada. Oh, like if they were if Oh. Like if they could get it over the air?
0: Was Disney ever over the air?
1: N- no, but it was on C- it was on CBC.
0: <gasps> oh, yeah. Wait, that's a kind of a theory.
1: I think he might have gotten <laughs> under the umbrella tree over the air in Detroit. It's possible and he could, that could have been, you know, it started in 1986, so yeah, he he could have just had it on as a teenager. Or again, yeah, he could have seen it like with his kids around or his friend's kids or something. Um,
0: <laughs> I like, can we just like, the absurdity of this is that Eminem is renowned for his ability to rhyme stuff. Yes. And I feel like we're going through lots of acrobatics here trying yes. to yes. figure yes. out how he could have possibly thought of door hinge versus orange on his own
1: yeah exactly but anyway
0: I'm enjoying I'm enjoying this game so let's continue
1: so yeah I agree I don't know if it would be fair to say Eminem stole this from Bob mm-hmm. especially because Bob isn't even sure he can take credit
4: for it that's just the kind of thing that I would read a line somewhere orange and door hinge rhyme and I could actually build a script around it right you know i just i just i just don't have the confidence to say that my little brain was the one that came up with that originally so i would even say i'm say 60 40 that i probably read it somewhere else
1: hmm okay
4: <laughs> you got to keep doing your research yeah
1: i got to keep digging in
4: <laughs> <laughs> but i certainly do feel that i had it before m and m did
1: Well, that's what's important, I think.
4: Yeah, he's getting all those royalties. They should be coming my way. (laughs) Right.
1: So I don't think I have the power or the justification to get Bob royalties from Eminem. But he raises an interesting point. Who really did come up with this first? Does it predate Bob? And I was able to find, I think the perfect person for unpacking that question.
8: I'm Grant Barrett. I I was an editor of dictionaries for a long time. I made uh, dictionaries about slang and new words. I worked for Oxford University Press and Cambridge University Press and some other dictionary makers. I've been involved with the American Dialect Society for 20 or more years. This is a academic society uh, about language spoken in North America.
1: Grant currently co-hosts Away With Words, which is a radio show that's syndicated across North America.
8: On the radio show, we talk about old sayings and expressions. We often do word histories. We try to get to the bottom of where things come from and how they got here. Kind of the linguistic heirlooms, uh, the things that get passed from generation to generation, till one day you say wait a second, is that true? Or why did we say that? Or that doesn't make any sense. Why is that in our speech? And so we're trying to help people sort that out and
1: puzzle through that. I had emailed Grant, and I, I told him about my journey so far. And my, my point with all of this setup about him is just to highlight that Grant is extremely qualified to talk about language. And I, on the other hand, am not. So I've been calling this a lexiconic meme Is that Mm -hmm. an appropriate way of describing it? What would you
8: call it? Well, lexiconic isn't a word. I guess it is now that you've coined it. But um, maybe (laughs) a lexical meme or a lexicographic meme. Okay. I I almost sent you an image that I sometimes post to social media, which is uh, big, bright letters over a previous meme that used to make the rounds where people you know bad etymology where it says don't get your etymologies from memes <laughs> <laughs> but my second question that i asked in my head which i often do of our listeners is why what what are we getting at here what are we achieving hmm. why is this the thing why is this the burr under your saddle Oh. <laughs> T- tell tell me lie back on the couch and <laughs> close your eyes and tell me.
1: <laughs> well, oh man, we might be here a while. <laughs> I I think I personally um I I just can't let things go when I when when I encounter something and I know that it's not right. Oh, yeah. It's it's the
8: old, there's somebody wrong on the internet thing, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I have a bad case of that, too. (laughs) (laughs) The bottom of this is, we're still talking about words that rhyme with orange. The idea that there are no rhymes for orange goes back maybe at least 200 years, maybe longer. There was a bit of doggerel making the rounds in 1862 in English newspapers. Um, and it's talking mm. about rhymes for the word orange and the word month, which is another one of those. Uh, month, orange, and silver are three words that are often said have no rhymes. And according to this, it says, one correspondent, a young lady, perhaps suggest, um, and this is how it's written. I'm going to pronounce it as it's written. The man month be a filly dunth who cannot find a rhyme to mouth. And any lady hith... M- merith could kithertuck or rhyme to Orinth. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm she's really impressed i'm really impressed <laughs> with your rendition of that <laughs> anyway she's intentionally misspelled these words so you sound like you're talking with a lisp in order to rhyme words and there's another one here let memory through the chronicles of war range ascending times great stream that swiftly runneth let us recall how william prince of orange resisted lewis many a weary month so, runneth and month and war range and orange. Yeah. My favorite rhyme of all is the one that Willard Espy did. Do you know that one?
1: Uh, uh,
8: I I don't believe so, no. It's a four-line little bit, and it goes like this. Four-inch in the ears wear orange brassiers. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Oh, wow. And he breaks up the word engineers onto two lines. So, you get four-inch on one line, four-inch in the ears Wear orange braziers,
1: <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah. Very effective, too. Yeah.
0: Four engineers wear orange braziers,
1: But we still have not arrived at rhyming orange and door hinge, which was the rhyme that both Eminem and Under the Umbrella Tree use. hmm But have any of you ever used the website Wordnik? No. No.
0: Yeah, Wordnik... Um, I think supplies the dictionary definition snippet for DuckDuckGo.
1: Oh, really? Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. Oh. Well, Grant co-founded WordNik, and, and WordNik claims to be the world's biggest online English dictionary by number of words. And one of the cool functions of WordNik as a website is that any user can create lists of words... <laughs> And so you find people organizing large numbers of words in really interesting, insightful ways on WordNik. And there is a list made by user Alex Z titled Orange Poetry. And this contains 120 words and word combinations that supposedly rhyme with orange. Oh my God. And in the description of the list on WordNik, it links to a book on Google Books And it says that 90 or so of the items on the list come from this book. Oh. The book is called Uncle, Can You Find a Rhyme for Orange?
0: What? (laughs) Oh, my gosh.
1: (laughs) And in it, the writer rhymes orange with door hinge.
5: Wait, when is the book from?
1: It's from 1869.
0: Whoa. 1869.
1: Yes. So I shared this with Grant. He had not seen it, but he immediately filed it away. I downloaded it and added it to my data stash. I have like a
8: couple hundred gigabytes of stuff that I use to research for the show. And I'm like, oh, this is a good one. This is a great
1: find. And anytime this will come up in the future, I'll have that book. Do you think it probably goes back even further than this?
8: The hunt for earlier is somewhat of a rabbit hole so what you've done is you've staked out some ground that somebody will have to beat but you've confirmed that this is a long-standing hunt and it predates all modern attempts to rhyme orange with anything so you've beat the TV show you've beat Eminem you've beat all the modern little word game writers you've probably beat all the limericks I found that jokingly rhyme door hinge with orange hmm
1: what, what era would, would would you place most of those in? those are in the 1900s So between this book and some of the earlier examples Grant cited, it seems that sometime in the 1860s, there was a notably heightened interest in rhyming with the word orange. We're looking at 1860s decades as when this kind of popped out. If this issue that I found, this issue with Google giving Eminem credit for rhyming orange with door hinge, if that's just a reflection of our collective knowledge, Google taking the answer from what it knows on the internet, that leaves an important final question. Why? Why does Eminem get credit for rhyming orange with door hinge?
8: In the the world of people who gather quotations, famous things that are said, they talk about how quotations, no matter who they're said by, they tend to gravitate to being attributed to even more famous people, So if they were said by a nondescript scientist that you've never heard of, eventually somebody will say that they were said by Albert Einstein, and then that's the one that sticks. Or if they were said by a politician that you don't really know, somehow eventually they're either said by JFK or Abraham Lincoln. Or if it was a writer that most people don't know, somehow eventually it's Shakespeare or Mark Twain. And I think that's what's happening here.
1: A reasonable conclusion here would be that, as AI often does, Google's algorithm is just reflecting a known human bias, that common sayings are often credited to the most famous person who could have possibly said them. And that definitely seems to be true here. For example, if you Google Merriam-Webster rhymes for orange, you'll get an entry on Merriam-Webster's official website That cites both Eminem and Elon Musk as having rhymed orange with door hinge.
0: God. I'm sorry, Elon Musk. I know.
1: Yeah, somebody said on Twitter that there's no rhyme for orange and Elon responded with a tweet saying door hinge. Mm. And Merriam-Webster isn't claiming that either Elon or Eminem were the first to have rhymed orange with door hinge. But here, just sort of by default, Eminem, who is the best-selling rapper of all time by most metrics, and Elon Musk, who fluctuates in and out of being literally the richest person on the planet, the two of them are sharing joint credit.
8: Do you know what Gresham's Law is in in money? It's the tendency for, for bad money to drive out good, which is if you have two coins and one is made out of actual silver and one is made out of fake silver the actual silver will eventually be melted down and turned into something else, and the fake silver will be the coin that actually ends up circulating. And that's kind of what happens with bad etymologies and false attributions for quotes. The false attribution and the bad etymology will be the one that circulates, because the real ones usually aren't as much fun. They usually don't have the famous name attached.
1: So here's my contribution to the Google Hive Mind. (laughs) The oldest example... I can find of someone rhyming orange with door hinge comes from the 1869 book, uncle, can you find a rhyme for orange? And rather than performing that passage from the book myself, I thought it would be nice to end with a reading by a character from what will always be the origin of this rhyme in my heart. Hello. Hello. (laughs) Is this Gloria? (laughs)
2: Oh. Yes, it is. Hi, Gloria the Gopher. That's me. Yep.
1: Wow. I sent you an excerpt from a book. Right. Did you get it?
2: Yep, I did on my computer, on my email. Thank you. <laughs> w-
1: would you mind reading it for us?
2: Sure. Okay, here goes. Cut short the word, and off he strode to where a creaking door hinge told of a place where he might gaze on every kind of orange. How was that?
1: That was excellent, Gloria.
2: Good. Thank you.
1: Have you been practicing?
2: I read it a few times. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Wow, that was very good. Thank you.
2: Oh, I can read, you know.
1: (laughs) I know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
2: Bye. Bye, Billy. Bye.
1: Bye. (laughs) (laughs) That was Gloria the Gopher, played by the creator of Under the Umbrella Tree, Noreen Young.
5: understood is billy disney adrian jeffries john Marcino, and me regina delay
1: a big thank you to noreen young for her help with this episode she could not have been more generous with her time i had an extended conversation with her and she was extremely helpful you know they say don't meet your heroes i would clarify that the exception to that rule should be canadian puppeteers
0: if you like the show please tell a friend someone you think would like it
3: And if you'd like to support the show directly, we have a Patreon that you can sign up for. $5 a month gets you access to our bonus podcast, Over Understood, and a really delightful Discord server where people who listen to the show hang out and talk to us and each other. That's how communication
1: works on the internet. (laughs) It's great. (laughs) Discord is our umbrella tree, we all hang out under it.
5: Thanks for listening.